You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. The Dort. Podcast. Rich Keith. It's the Dort. Podcast. Ryan Davis. The Dort. Podcast. Hashtag. the Hashtag Dort Podcast. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Hashtag Dork. My name is Rich Keefe, joined as always by Davey Eyeballs. He is known across this great land of ours as Davey Deep Dick. He was once a time ago promo code Ron Vondi. He will always be the king of ginger ale. It's Ryan Davey. Davey, how are you? Once and forever, king of ginger ale. Doesn't matter who's I'm drinking. All hail. All hail. So we're going to do next, uh, or at some point in the next week plus, we're going to have our bracket for the seventh annual Dork Madness. Could it be the 64 best ginger ales? Are there enough gingies? <laughs> There's a guy on Instagram. He go, his thing is like old time hockey. Yeah. Um, and he's from, he's a youper. He's from the upper peninsula of, of uh, Michigan. And he does, um, he starts everything. He goes, well, hello, buddy. <laughs> and he always has like a, and a nice cold pop. And it's a Verner's ginger uh, ale, which I, I love Verner's ginger ale. It's I know very, you like uh, yeah. Yeah. Cold it's pop. It's also, National Margarita Day, Ryan. Sure is. I'm celebrating myself with a nice cold marg. I wish I'm technically on dorm duty right now, so I can't. All right, fair but much. I have one of those. Um, what are the cut waters? Yeah, how are those? Oh, they're fucking great. I had you've, the had, you've had the one that you've had the mai tai, right? Mai tai was fine. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mai tai was fine. So they have um a, a margarita one, which is Ooh. delightful. I like a spice margarita. I like a little, little like zip in it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. More the. More the merrier on that. On you that uh, you made you had a little drink recipe today, did you not? That was an old one. Mm-hmm. That was an old one, and I just reposted it because it was my margarita special. Oh, and people kind of shame me, but it's actually very very good. You just basically take a ton of tequila and then use the skinny girl margarita. <laughs> sure, already has mm-hmm. booze in it as the mixer. Uh-huh. Right, it's, it's it's a little uh, alcoholic hack. Right and now. what's that stuff? I know we talk about a lot of drinks. There was something you gave me, something with a bird. With a bird? It was a uh, fly bird. Was, I want to say like fly bird or something like that, but it was like a wine, but it was like a tequila wine. Oh, yes. That was excellent. What was It was that? so good. That was so good. Yeah. What was that? Somebody dropped that off at the studio, I think, and we had some of that. Yes. Excellent. Yeah, I'll have to look that up. Maybe they can sponsor the podcast. Maybe they can get back in here. Just give us, give us the old sponsor. Come on. If it's a delicious drink, we will. Uh, we will drink it. it. There's an opening in our sponsorships. Long story. Not going to get into that now. Not going to get into it now. Right. Someday. You know what we have time for, though, Ryan? What's that? Thank you very much. Chip and Dale Rescue Rangers trailer came out. This movie's going to be on Disney Plus streaming on May 20th, just three months away. And Chip and Dale are going to be voiced by Andy Sandberg and John Mulaney. I watched this trailer, and the first thing that popped into my was like, who is this for? I think it like, might be for me. 
Like they exactly, but they have like yeah. Um uh Seth Rogan. Um I'm trying I'm trying to Seth Rogan is like some weird World of Warcraft character. Like I don't understand what this movie is, but it's the Lonely Island and right. someone who else is doing it? Uh well Mulaney. No, no, no. But I want the Lonely Island like wrote it. So I, I don't know like oh, Sandberg oh, and like Jorma Tacone and whatever. Oh. So I don't know like what type the humor at some one point was like questionable. Like I don't know if yeah. Yeah, a five-year-old Ke- can watch this. Kiva is uh, directing it. He's the yeah. director. Some of the voices besides Melanie and Sandberg include Will Arnett, Eric Bana, Keegan Michael Key, Seth Rogen, and J.K. Simmons. Uh, it's coming right out on a Disney Plus, which I'm excited about. Right. I like how they even make reference to the animation because I've been watching some Chippendale with uh, young Cece. She's yes. a Chippendale, and there's all different ones. They look all crazy. Like there's there's some that are just whacked out and she likes the crazier ones there's some that they don't speak any coherent language right and the animation's off and it's wacky and i'm like so they'll like we'll go to disney plus we'll pull up chippendale and like they're all next to each other and they have like those shorts that are just them just like scurrying around but like there's one they go down a tree and they they, they come out and, like it's like a weird world she loves that and then or like, they, get, they keep getting lost like they can't get out of the woods like yeah. that one yeah I'm like, oh, let's watch this one because this one seems a little bit more normal. She's like, no, that one. I'm like, oh my god, this one's batshit insane. Yeah. So who knows uh, what we're getting here? I'm intrigued by this though. I'm gonna watch the shit out of this. I one. liked the trailer when I first heard Sandberg and Laney were a part of it like a while ago. I'm like, oh, that's cool, but it'll probably skew too young or like 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 that Tom and Jerry movie I thought was trash that came out. Like yeah, yeah, like that. But this is kind of interesting how they're playing with the with the animation and like Chip and Dale each look different. That threw me a little bit. I think the humor is going to be good, though. Well, yeah, yeah. It's a little jarring. I think you'll get used to that part. Yeah. It, and the tagline is, it's not a reboot. It's a comeback. I'm all in. And it's free. So I'm sure she's going to watch this. <laughs> uh, Ryan, we had Jim Norton, the great comedian on the Gresham Keefe program last week. And he was excellent. He should be your third chair. What a, what a great radio guy he is. He is. I mean, obviously, he was Open Anthony's third guy for like... 15 years until the other two guys got in enough trouble to end that show right. and then jim carried on with sam roberts who was their producer for so many years so you can still listen to jim and sam or jim yeah jim yep. and sam on serious but norton's hilarious he was talking about how uh so his netflix special uh shameful mouthful of shame mouthful of shame great title mm-hmm. by the way <laughs> which is a hysterical one hour stand-up but the opening is incredible and it's him going to ricky gervais and asking him to say something nice and gervais just like <laughs> crushes him like yeah I, th- I think he refers to him as a peeled turtle <laughs> which is which is pretty spot on it's pretty spot on which is fairly accurate then yeah. he goes to louis ck which is his buddy and he was in his tv shows and he goes to louis ck and louis ck just like shuts the door on him and then he goes to robert de niro who ends up like spanking his bare ass. And so he like told that story, talked about how he got in the Irishman. So it was, uh, it was great. I, it was, I, it was a good favorite. segment. Like the ease in which yeah, it's funny. Like you get, I've listened to you on the radio for what? Fuck, 10 wow. years, 15 yeah. years now. And like, there are sometimes you get people on and it's like, it's probably their eighth interview that day and they just don't want to talk. But the ones that you do that are great are usually like it's wrestlers and comedians I know. are awesome. <laughs> It's our wheelhouse. Um, and I felt so that same day, I, I think it was that same day, I felt awful because you guys got this awesome interview with Jim Norton 
And he was so cool. Like he just rolled with whatever question you asked him. He didn't want to like, and then I think that afternoon, Merloni and Fourier had to talk to like Michael Rappaport. (laughs) Not not as strong. I, I, this might be a bit of a hot take, but like low key, fuck that guy. Like, yeah, not my favorite like that guy. Yeah. Odd career though, too. Like all yeah. over the place with stuff that he was Remember, in. like higher learning. He was awesome. Remember that yeah. movie? Yeah. And then I didn't he, know higher learning. he was also in true romance, which is one of my favorite movies of all time. He was. And he did a great bit in uh, next Friday when he was the del- delivery guy. <laughs> That's right. Delivering the tax man letter. Yeah. That was a funny bit for him. Pop a yeah. cap in my ass. Holmes. What did he say? He thought Ice Cube was like a, you must be like an athlete or like an entertainer or something. Or, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, uh, that, was yeah. Pretty funny. that was pretty good. So anyway, if you if you missed the Norton interview, it should still be up if you go to like the Gresham Keefe, uh, like wherever you get your podcast. We we podcast our episodes of each show. So you go check that out. Uh, Stranger Things season four, which I know not a lot of people are asking for, although I like the first trailer. And then we got our first release date. So volume one, they're splitting this up like all these shows do now. Mm-hmm. volume one is gonna be may 27th and then volume two is gonna be july 1st and then they said season five will be the final season yeah maybe so part- hang on so part they're doing season four part one then season four part two or they're, yeah, I and so. then, but it says the tagline is every end has a beginning which mm-hmm. doesn't make a whole lot of sense like the tagline of the thing so i i i don't know just end it just end it yeah it looks a little spooky though it What's always that? does. There's no? always some a spooky element yeah. to it. Yeah, for sure. Uh, the Uncharted movie with Tom Holland and Mark Wahlberg yeah. is uh, in theaters right now. And I know there's not a very good uh, video game uh, movie sort of thing happening, but there's been recently pretty good ones. And this one, I have not seen it, but Rotten Tomatoes, very torn. 40% critics, 90 percent by the audience so the audience seems to really like uncharted uh i know you haven't seen this one yet but are you do you are you dying to see it or are you like nah, i'm not dying to see it but i do i am intrigued by the fact that it's a hundred it's made a hundred million dollars worldwide so it's a hit it's doing way better than anyone thought it was going to for uh, a, a video game movie yeah um it's probably gonna go down as probably one of the better uh video game movies ever yeah um and I'm excited to see, I'll talk about this a little bit, but um, this is kind of like the the next wave. I feel like this is what's coming. We've gone comic books enough and we kind of beat that to death. And, you know, Dave Stradamus is going to tell you, you are going to see an influx of video game movies coming. That's the next thing. That's the next wave because they, yep. they, have, they have really tapped into comic books. They really have. So, and again, you mean you have all of these, these companies seem to just kind of be buying each other up. Like Sony is just gobbling up like, and, and Xbox just like buying property. So like, we'll see, you know? Yeah. Chat wants to know if we'll do a standalone on uncharted. I got to see it. I I don't know if I want to pay to see it. Maybe. I know. I, cause we're going to see the Batman soon. So next week we're going to talk about what we're going to do. The week after that is obviously the Batman. And then we get into the month of March and everything else. So I would say maybe I wouldn't never say never on, on uncharted. Yep. One movie that will not be a standalone episode is Texas Chainsaw Massacre, the new one, which is currently streaming on Netflix. I did watch it. A couple of cool kills. My knee-jerk reaction was three out of six. Okay. Probably closer to two and a half out of six. But again, it's free, and it's like 82 minutes. So 
in that sense, I would recommend it to horror movie fans, but don't go in with high expectations at all. Kind of a couple cool things, couple cool kills. It's a it's a Texas Chainsaw Massacre requel. So if you like Scream, the the first McBride Halloween or Candyman, it's not as good as those, I don't think. But again, definitely for the horror fan. And so speaking, you said it's 82 minutes, so it's out the door, right? <laughs> oh, yeah. I watched a movie that was free. Well, not free because it's a paid service, but something that I could watch at home that was two hours and 10 minutes. So it was an hour, 130 minutes, right? Yes. You said it was two hours and 10 minutes. So yeah, it was all 30. Yeah. Uh, the King's Man. Oh, how's that? Avoided at all costs. This movie stinks. Stinks. I saw that just jumped on HBO Max. I'm like, oh, I'll probably watch this soon. Stinks, huh? I might look. I wasn't in the best mood when I watched it, uh, but at the you. same time, like it was one of those things they had five or six ideas that they didn't really do anything with. Frustrating. Frustrating. Like they had this really cool character. Yeah. And then killed him halfway through the movie. And this is the third one of the Kingsman series. And it's like the first. It's the first one. Well, so right. it's the it's it's the prequel. Prequel to it, yeah. Yeah, that's too bad. Sucked. That's a shame. That's an absolute shame. Uh, guess what's back? Back again, tell a friend, The Walking Dead. Yeah. The Walking Dead, whatever season they're in, uh, I think 11. I have a DVR. I didn't watch it yet. I was uh, a busy beaver, but it came back on Sunday. So if that's something, if you forgot about it, it is back. So check out The Walking Dead. I'm telling you, you got to at least finish it now. If oh, you're, not, you're in You're in too much. You're in it too I'm deep. way yeah. too invested not to, mm -hmm. not to finish this. I want to see this one out. Uh, Ryan, we have a bit of sad news Ugh. to pass along. Give me that. The great Bob McDuff Wilson, better known to us as Professor Yurabe, passed away. I'm joking. I'm joking. I'm not joking. Sadly, uh, he died. First time I ever saw that man, and he was laugh out loud funny. The whole thing. I still say, I quote that one a crazy amount i don't know if it's the most but it's up there like if i eat my food really fast i always look at my wife and say you're not going to tell anybody are you and she goes what i'm like that i housed my sandwich and she's like <laughs> no and then i do the give me that i do the i'm joking yeah i do the i do like the uh <laughs> i also do the bit at the end where it's like yeah uh, my wife's gonna go to prison because every night a little boy goes down on her the whole thing the whole, the thing, whole thing which is an incredible line at the end but uh sad, sad news for really everybody in the i think you should leave universe that just absolutely love that guy and I, I say like gone too soon in it in not the sense that like he was not of the age where people don't pass away i i um gone too soon from the culture this culture that like has just embraced him like if biff whiff died like that's gonna be a, a, years old i've seen every cock on the planet yeah like when that guy goes uh are you no, dumb uh, <laughs> <laughs> i i'm absolutely with you i feel i feel bad because i feel like if there was a season three of i think you should leave hopefully there will be you know bob mcduff wilson would have been in at least they, one sketch oh my god and they need to start doing like recurring characters like i need to see what santa claus's next movie is because that's he's gonna be like i got my quote yeah guess two million my two mil and it's got to be like some like rom com, like some shitty rom com, you know, that he was doing for the paycheck. Shit on me. I can't breathe. Uh, I mean, 
Yeah, I, I was shocked, by the way, when we talked about it in our episode, that there wasn't any recurring characters from season one, which on the one hand is like shows you how many ideas they have. But on the other hand, yeah. you kind of go back to it. They have a bunch now, we're, you were telling me the story about the S they were talking to someone who's in the SNL, right? Was it like, um, and they were like, yeah, we got this dude, Tim Robinson, who's the funniest. Oh, yeah, it was an old. Seth McFarlane. Oh, uh, Seth uh, Myers. Bobby Moynihan. Yeah. Oh, Bobby Moynihan. Yeah. It was an old Bobby Moynihan uh, interview with Howard Stern. And he was just talking about, because I guess, because Tim Robinson was a little bit bigger before. And they made a comment about how, like, is there anybody that they bring in that looks like you and you get pissed or anything like that? He's like, well, there's this one guy. And he's like. He's an incredible writer, and like the stuff he pitches is outstanding. I guess Mulaney was the same way. There's a couple of guys that, like the ideas they pitched. I was just like, "Do you remember when it was Jason Sudeikis and Tim Robinson, and there was like John Tesh and his brother doing Round Ball Magic, the the song Round Ball Rock?" And there, but when there was lyrics in it, yeah, and it, it and like terrible. John Tesh is like, "I'm the music guy. My brother is the is the ba, ba, lyrics ba, 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 guy." Basketball, gimme, gimme, gimme the ball because I'm gonna dunk it down. <laughs> and they're like uh and then they're like can, can we try it once like without the lyrics and they're like it doesn't uh, work that'd be weird but <laughs> sure and, and they're dressed the same that i was crying the first time i saw that incredible yeah yes i don't know why he wasn't in more s- sketches on snl <laughs> or they like they didn't they definitely didn't use any of his sketches for the show i don't think lauren michaels got it maybe not yeah uh, it's so so goddamn good. So anyway, there's the there's the news for the week. Let's get to this. It's time for Davy's video game minute. Even if it takes more than a minute. Oh, right around what you had. Well, since we don't have a should I have bought this, this portion of the program is brought to you by our friends at 47 Brand Hats and Apparel. Go to 47brand.com, use the promo code hashtag dork, get yourself 20% off. I got two new hats, and they're the shit. So they just um sorry what'd you get so they have a thing um i don't know if a partnership is the but they hurley they started making hats with hurley oh and the hats are awesome um so they're like those lightweight i got one of the like a trucker hat like this and they got uh one of those like lightweight trucker hats you know what i mean has like that under armor kind of material they're they're sick so um check those out oh that's why um, out because otherwise you go bankrupt buying all these hats. Oh, I can't stop. Oh, I can't stop. Nice but anyway, stop. so I all the all the news that's fit to dance to here. So we that Capcom clock I talked about before. So one of the big things was like, oh, it's going to be a new Street Fighter, residentially Res- residential Evil, Resident Evil. It was um it was a the announcement for Street Fighter Six. Okay, um this is going to be cool. I, I I think fighting games have kind of turned a corner a little bit. It got a little stale for a while um guilty gear strive was awesome um Mm. as a 2d fighter so hopefully you know that'll give street fighter enough incentive to kind of push it forward a little bit as to Mm. what they do um there's still a really healthy market for online competitive fighting game stuff so um i'll play it uh speaking of i'll play it yeah uh, i am about six hours into horizon forbidden west right now how is it it's great. It, it, it's amazing. This was going to be the bar by which the next AAA games are going to be set. Um, the graphics are incredible. Gameplay is incredible. Um, the only gripe I have right now is, like I said, I've been at this like six hours, and I just got to said Forbidden West. Okay. It's a little bit, yeah, 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 a little bit slow going to start. You're like, let's go. Like I don't want to. I'm when you play these action RPGs, like you don't want to skip anything. Really, you kind of want to get invested in it, and it's just kind of slow. 
mm-hmm. you know. Um, but it, it's it, it's gonna be awesome. Like the things you can do now, they've kind of taken it to that next level. Um, and they borrowed a mechanic from Breath of the Wild. Oh, which you can actually like glide like on a shield. And so, but the graphics are fucking like un- that. unbelievable. Uh-huh. So I do. Uh, so someone's asking the chat that I do resolution or performance mode. Depends on what I'm doing. So if I'm if I'm fighting and there's a ton of people on screen, I go performance. And if I'm just kind of like walking around, you know, enjoying the scenery, I'll go resolution. Yeah. Um, I beat the back second boss in Sifu finally. There you go. So I cleared that hurdle. The toughest boss, though, right? It, so far, I, yeah. so I need to kind of. I haven't been back to it yet. I was pretty pumped up, and you know. Wanted to once the, the funny thing about that game is like once I did it, I think I was like 32 when I was finished with the like you know, you age when you yeah, die. Yeah, yeah. So I want to go back and do it again. So like I'm not as old. Right. I got you. You know, yeah. Um, there's that. Uh there's another game out. If you like Tony Hawk, if you're you've been played Tony Hawk to death, and there's another game. So um it's called Ollie Ollie World. So Ollie Ollie was a game. There's Ollie Ollie, then Ollie Ollie 2, and now there's Ollie Ollie World, which you can play on PlayStation 4 or anywhere. Um, and it's super fun. So it's like uh, 2D skateboarding games that you can like do tricks. Oh, um, it's like, like all downhill. Check it out. It's only I think it's like 25 bucks. So it's it's an indie game, but it's it's one of my favorite games so far this year. This seafood oh, cool. for like it's it's awesome. So check out Ollie Ollie World. Um, and then we have uh some video game TV news. Okay. I was unaware that this was coming out as soon as it was, but the cuphead cartoon. The series has come out. My daughters were watching it, and I was like, oh. So I sat down and watched it with him. It's fine. It's not great. I, my, it's funny. My nephew's here, and yeah. he was watching it, and I was like, oh, yeah. And I just like it because of the animation. And you're like, right. oh, it's the game. And I'm like, because he was asking me, he's like, have you played that game? I'm like, no, because it looks insanely hard, and Super I would hard. lose my mind. I'm like, my friend plays, and I would watch him play, but no, I've never played it. And but I think there was one stream where I was like, I yeah. like just quit. Like, I was like, I can't do this. Yep. You know, so too stressful. But the show's good. Um, it's not it's not as good as, uh, you know, Castlevania. It's not as good, but right. it's it's whatever. Yeah. Um, and someone snaked me right now. So the, <laughs> I'm looking at the chat right now. The next thing. So they announced that in the Halo series that they're going to show Master Chief's face. How do you feel about this? I think, you know, exactly. I think you, uh, the unmasking like this guy yeah. has it. He's played, what, six titles. Six AAA titles. You've never seen the guy's face. Now all of a sudden there's a TV show and you're going to take the mask off? No. This is Bubba Fett no. all over again. Now, all have over. you seen... What's his name? Uh, Schreiber? Pablo Schreiber? Yeah. Ripped. For yeah, this, like, jacked up. Just absolutely... Yeah. Like he's he's a carb of beef. He's carved up. What do you think that is? He's eating horse meat? What do you think nah, got him that way? They goosed him a little bit. Do you think they goosed him? They goosed him. I mean, it's not their real bodies. Obviously, well, they goose them. That's why yeah. I mean. Yeah. Hmm. Um, and let's see. Oh, so there's a Fallout series coming to uh, to a streaming service near you, and they recently cast their lead role, Mr. Walton Goggins. Nice, the Gogger. I love Goggins. So he's going to be the lead role yeah. in a uh, Fallout series. His character is one of the things that's saving this season of Righteous Gemstones. It has not been a very good season, in my humble opinion. But little baby Billy is pretty hilarious. And he, if you ever watched the show Vice Principals, he was awesome. outstanding in that show. <laughs> it was. It so was. funny. So I, uh, uh, I don't think this is a comedic role for Fallout. But 
Unlikely. Um, I think with him, unlikely, but yeah, it might be, be like, still a little bit. I have two quick video game things. One, I tried taking another yes. stab at Mario 2 uh, over the weekend. YouTube, you never know, we're going to pop a stream on YouTube. Yeah. Whether subscribe to the YouTube channel, youtube.com slash dork podcast. We stream normally Monday nights, a little different this week on a Tuesday night, but also the occasional video game stream from either me or Davey. I was trying to go no warps, Super Mario 2, ripping through, actually feeling pretty good. Got to world five. I believe there's only six, maybe seven worlds in Mario 2. Yeah, so sounds I was right. Pretty far along, fought this fucking crab monster. Got the best of me. It, but it didn't, uh, though. Like the way you went down, like that. Oh, yeah, no, it wasn't even the crab. It was, and it, I, was, it was more landscape. It was. You got stuck in between like two, you got like glitched in between two bricks. But may I? <laughs> yeah. Right. So any of those bosses where you have to like, they throw stuff and you have to pick it up and throw it back at him, you got to go toad. He's so fast at picking things up. Good point. But I just love to, I like, like everybody I else, like he, basic, just fly with princess all the way up around. the dress. Yep. Yep. Right up the skirt. But you're right. I should have gone, I should have gone toe there. Would have had no problem with the, with the goddamn crap. So you can check that out. Hit. I also clipped, so you can go see this whole stream on YouTube. I also clipped it, uh, put it on dork, dork podcast on Twitter, at dork podcast on Twitter and Instagram. The other thing is we talked about the Oculus briefly last week. Yes. So I, I asked people about it. We got yep. we got a few responses back from people who have it. It none of it was you gotta 100 percent buy it, but it but was the, all we said favorite. talk me out of it. Nobody talks out of it. All right. Nobody talks out of it. So I'm still I'm still debating. But also I'm still debating now because they just came out with technical specs on the PlayStation VR 2. Which and looks so insane, it, it looks awesome. And what's great is it's one cord like the first PlayStation, any if you have the oculus rift or the first playstation vr it's just wires akimbo it's just wires everywhere just right so this one is one singular wire and they built in vents because one of the biggest things if you if you ever done vr other than like no home vr so you no. if you're playing and you're moving around like you you sweat and so yeah. it, it basically it fogs up the lenses and you're constantly like uh. like doing this whole thing um, I was putting my fingers next to my like for, that's bad radio, but I got um, they well, have a so what, very popular YouTube stream as well. What you have had to have done is like you wear it on your head for five minutes to get it acclimated to like the heat, like flip the visor up and then you put it on. Um, this has vents in it, so it'll keep it from doing that, yeah. which is kind of which kind of a nice little touch. I like that, but it looks just kind of like a quest, yeah, and it's gonna do PlayStation shit. So I don't know. We might have to split. You yeah, get one, I, I get the other, and see how it goes. Yeah. Fucking senior year of high school, I tried wearing a visor shield on my football helmet. That thing fogged up. I'm like, how do these guys do this? What am I doing wrong? The thing was fogging up. Shit. And then I it gets like all scratched it. and it you can't awful. see shit out of it. Yeah. I thought it looked badass, but it was really just more. I couldn't see I couldn't see the ball coming my way. On <laughs> it though. Yeah, I was catching it on Still catch radius. The cat what they call it a catch radius around you. Oh, please. For the roof. Six I remember so. How close were you to actually getting? Because when the Nike IDs first came out, you could put three characters on them, and I believe your thing you're going to do six mo. Yeah, six mo. Yeah, we talked on the about back of your cleats. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Six so, mo. So, six mo. So when people saw me running into the end zone, they'd see six mo. They would know <laughs> that the scoreboard is about to change. How by how much? As a side note, our team sucked. Oh, okay. <laughs> but it's not about that. It's got nothing to do with that. Nothing to do it's about with creating that. a positive. Positive experience for young men. Choking on Skittle. I loved it. 
All right, Ryan, let's uh, let's get... y'all ready for bisque? Very important question for you. Topic of the day. Well, I loved it. I'm glad you asked. It's the topic du jour, and today it is Peacemaker. Sure. The HBO Max DCEU series, which ran for eight episodes and just wrapped up last week, of course, uh, written and directed by James Gunn, starring John Cena, playing the character from The Suicide Squad, which was my movie of the year. I think it was our movie of the year, right? Did we I both believe it was, yeah. I think it was the dorky for best picture for last year. John Cena actually won best character at the dorkies as well. And uh, so he was back in this role. And we will do as we always do with our movie and TV reviews. Spoiler free. Ryan, did you like it? Hit the button. Nope, not that one. Not that one. Just in my past. Nope, next. Like, I feel like I'm talking I'm talking normally. Close. You're getting closer. Uh, sweetie. Yeah, honey. The horse you're on has a huge penis. Closer. <laughs> nope. You can't confirm or deny. Are you just going <laughs> to hit the button? And she probably got five new boyfriends. We haven't caught anybody coming out of the house yet, but you know, just a matter of time. She's not lonely. Yeah. <laughs> I apologize. I apologize. I I was gonna get mad Shit's at you. Like, big. You just push the goddamn thing. But we haven't had good board in a while. This is good board. This is pretty good board. Just the I'm trying to guess which one you're talking about because you can't. Say I just wanted. To, I loved it. I just wanted you to pit. I loved it. I like the show a lot. Don't swear. Oh, my God. What game show have you ever seen that had swearing in it? All right, no, I found it. My name is Jeff. <laughs> All right, Ryan loved the show. I did. I did. You can't say play the sounder when there's 64 sound bites in the board. Well, I figured you asked me a question, which you knew the answer to. So I didn't. Did we talk about this? I think we did. Which reminds me, <laughs> reminds me of a very funny scene in the show. Yeah, that we'll get to in spoilers. I also love the show. <laughs> I love I love the show, which actually leads us to another important question, also featured on the soundboard, Ryan. If I can find it, the problem is I'm swimming in it right now. But ah, laser beam, better than fireballs, you pussy. So jump in the gun a little bit. I don't want your full score. But let's just say I think it's in the conversation, laser beams, fireballs. It's in that mix, mm -hmm. in that mix, because I loved the show. I thought that, uh, first of all, we both loved the character. We both loved the movie that he was coming from. I also was hopeful that the returning characters, like Harcourt and uh, Die Beard, I thought I was hopeful that they were going to be good. Economos. Economos. Yeah. I was hopeful that they were going to be good. They were. And then the new characters were really good too. In fact, one of them was my favorite character. And so oh, I think he's the best. Once again, James Gunn 
crushes it. Like this guy is perfect for big ensemble, funny, action-packed, at times serious, um, but like big cast and like showing off everybody's abilities. There's nobody better than James Gunn right now. He makes you care about the ridiculous. Like there's so many things that he does and looking at his IMDB page, like it is just littered mm-hmm. with weird shit. So he wrote one of the shorts for that. Was it movie 43? Yep. Right. Is that what it's called? Movie 43? I believe so. Yeah. It's got like a thousand people. In it. It's, not even it's like, got like a thousand people. And it's like all shorts. Movie. Like yeah. he hasn't directed a ton of stuff. Like I think uh, his first, his first big movie, he did slither then slither was his debut and that was a pretty big like you call that a cult hit like that was it's a, a cult hit but like like slither i think people in the chat people who listen to us have also seen slither and it's like it's good but it's fucking weird it's slither a weird really, movie yep his wife at the time jenna fisher pam from the office yep was in that one and then he did a movie called super with yeah. um which was again really really weird with rain wilson Rain Wilson, Liv Tyler, weird. and uh, now Elliot Page. Um, Page. So yep. Kevin Bacon was in that. Nathan Fillion was in that. That's like a comedy, like a dark comedy, dark comedy movie. So that's sort of like a, a, a weird one. And then the third movie that he directed was Guardians. Yeah, and so he also did. Um, in between, he was the head writer for the video game Lollipop Chainsaw, which if you ever played that game, oh yeah, which was a big. Bressus's high school cheerleader running around killing zombies with a chainsaw voiced by Tara Strong, uh, Harley Quinn. It, it was, the game was like, like it's pretty good. It, so it's a pretty good track record for him. And again, like a guy who has just kind of marched to the beat of his own drum for a good amount of time. You, you know? know, what's interesting too, is that he also wrote the Dawn of the Dead remake that yep. Zack Snyder directed. So already sort of the combination of like those two guys that are basically doing the best stuff in DC. And again, you can say Snyder's great, shitty, in between, whatever. But he has made some good stuff, including that movie, which Gunn wrote. But Gunn also wrote the two Scooby-Doo movies, which is like, what? Because those weren't great. They were not great and um, super weird. And it apparently he's doing a Wiley e. Coyote movie. And yeah, Coyote versus Acme. And he's doing a Starsky and Hutch TV series. Which, if this, if it's anything like this, I am fucking all in on that. Yeah, I don't know. No, if it's well, set in the seventies, written and directed by James Gunn. I be- do we know who's playing Starsky and Hutch? We don't. It was just announced. Oh, okay, so we don't know. Right. It's not. It's not Stiller and Shit for Brains. Yeah. All right. Well, yeah. could be good. But you get like you can tell his fingerprints are all over this. He wrote every episode. He directed most of them. I don't think it was every single one of them, but he directed most of them. He was really good. Also, his uh, longtime girlfriend, I think maybe now his fiance. Fiance. So they would, and right after the show wrap, they were, they had a little tweet. Both of them. Jennifer Holland, who plays Harcourt, who is awesome. Who, by the way, I said Evangeline Lilly is losing her mind currently. Yeah, she is. We didn't include that this week. In we dork. didn't include it this week in Dork. We should have. She's having a she's having a go at it. How about yeah. Jennifer Holland? stepping in as hope van dyne she'd be very good she'd be very very good i know people are calling and they kind of look the same she'd be great people are calling for kate beckinsale or jennifer garner also good they would all three of them would be good yep all three of them would be good uh what did you think of the comedy in this top notch super strong 
top I laughed. I laughed every single episode. And I loved at the end of every episode they do. It's not um it's, it's not like, like an end credit. credit. It's, it's like it's whatever. A, it's like a blooper. Yeah. And some of them were fucking piss your pants funny. Uh yeah. No, there's a number of characters that are funny, and then the dynamic between them was really, really good. And you ended up caring about the group kind of together. And they had enough of the you know, you have like the dumb character, like the smart character, yeah. like the quick quips and like it, it, I mean, it's very Guardians-like, like where a lot of the jokes are just kind of like one character not understanding sarcasm or something like that. But like, it's, I don't it's, care. But it's, 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 it's great. I like it. And a lot more swearing than Guardians too, which is, they kind of let James Gunn do his thing. And oh, yeah. there was a deleted scene that I retweeted. So someone was like, you need to provide context for this. And it was, um, this isn't a spoiler. So Vigilante explaining to Peacemaker that the way you get eagerly to, listen to you and do what you say is you have to piss on him because that's, that's how in the animal world the animal world you have to piss on him <laughs> but the kid who played vigilante couldn't get through it oh because okay. it was <laughs> yeah he's like james gunn threw me the joke and i couldn't i couldn't get through it that that dude was amazing and he is uh his real name is freddie stroma yeah uh who played vigilante so good so good so good we'll get to him so he's one of the new characters and there's talk that there could be even a spinoff involving him so the comedy was top notch what do you think of the action slash violence fight scenes all that stuff awesome yep also good it was just it you know what it is it's just so ridiculous it's yep. so over the top and i i gotta tell you man I, this is just a fun i look forward to watching this show every week oh my god I absolutely so look I. forward to it so did i and it's funny because it was on the day right after bubba fett and so with with the exception of those two unbelievable Boba Fett episodes, it was always kind of like a letdown. And then the next day, I'm like, all right, well, at least when I get home from work, I got Peacemaker. Yeah, I watch Peacemaker and just have a great time. So I'm with you. The action was was really good. And I think if people have a problem with it or they don't like it, it's probably like you didn't like the movie because it is ridiculous. It does like the Batman's not gonna or the, the Batman the villain is not gonna be Lex Luthor. Let's say. No. Because again, no. if it's the Suicide Squad, if they're calling them in, or if it's an offshoot of the Suicide Squad, it's going to be nonsense. It's going to be something so stupid. And the movie, and that's what some people had a problem with Starro, and they're like, "Really? That's the villain? Like, that's the? That's kind of the deal. Like that's kind that's of kind what, of the deal. Yeah, kind of have the Suicide Squad. And I love the people who are like, well, it's kind of a, he's kind of like a stupid superhero. I'm like, yes, correct. Like that's the point. Look at his helmet. He know we Look all know it. Stupid fucking helmet human torpedo like are you that's the dumbest thing i've ever heard of in my life we all know it but it is funny because <laughs> like as stupid as it is then they kind of straddle the line back to like really serious stuff like that's what i mean like him as like as a kid or his relationship with his dad is like that's just just really serious so right but i think that's what you can do with like an r-rated comic book movie is it's still a comic book movie still mm -hmm. like, but like deadpool like it's not just swearing and fighting it's also like some really serious shit as well and then with James Gunn too, the music is always good. Oh, this it, probably it, yeah. The theme song of this show is fucking incredible. <laughs> like all the like the glam rock that they play in this hit. So I guess the first shot they did filming was the scene of Cena singing with the with the vibrator and dancing in his underwear. So and it was they and you I think it was I was reading an interview with like James Gunn. He's like I knew it was going to be good because he was like all in for it. Like he didn't like. He wasn't embarrassed by it. He was just like, all right, cool. And just like went in and did it. Yeah. Well, I mean, why would he be? The guy's ripped to the tilt. And 
I think what we learned, if you didn't know already, is like Cena can he could he can act, he can do this stuff. Now I don't know if he can play every single role, but guess what? Nobody can. Like there's like very few people that can play every role. But he he's not just like a big guy for action movies. He's funny. And like mm-hmm. there's a few scenes that really kind of show that off. That's one of them, but there are a few others, and he's and he's quick, but he's not like awkward at all. Like he's just he he pulls it off. So he has definitely found a role. Like he'll he'll have acting jobs for a long time. Yeah, and I think there's like this perpetual like 16 year old kid mm-hmm. in that character that like suspended or arrested development with like him and vigilante. They're like kids. Yeah. That it was like super charming and fucking hilarious. Yeah. So good. Yeah. Uh, let's see. So the story again, we'll get into it more in spoilers. It obviously is pretty ridiculous. Uh, the connections to the DCEU, it's funny because at, at times you're just thinking, oh, this is kind of its own thing. And then you're like, oh, okay. We'll get into that. We'll but- get, we, yeah, you're getting your tiptoe and your, by the way, I would argue too, in the movie Trainwreck, which is an absolute, was a straight comedy. He was the funniest person in the, in the movie. I think you're right. Full he was pecker. great. He was Give really- my full pecker. <laughs> full pecker's great line. Yeah. <laughs> uh, this show's already been picked up for a season two. Can't wait. We're getting more of a, obviously it's a must watch. All right, here we go. What is your official hashtag dork score for Peacemaker? Five and a half. I'm going to go hard five. Okay. Rock hard five. So surprise. So I'm, mine's a soft five and a half. So I, I, it makes sense. Five point two five is right on the nose. All good. Uh, so yeah. So that's where the aggregate will be. I want five, and I'll tell you in spoilers immediately why it's not a five and a half or a six for me. I think I know why. I think I know okay. what you're going to say. I don't. I don't. We haven't talked about this. So, I, no, but I think haven't. I know what you're going to say. All right. Anything else non-spoiler? We obviously both loved it. It was great. Okay. All right, my my only real problem with the show is Peacemaker is supposed to be just a killing machine and not giving a shit. He has the great line in The Suicide Squad where he's like, I'll kill any man, woman, or child in the name of peace. Hilarious line, but he kind of stuck to it. And maybe my favorite scene in The Suicide Squad was him and Bloodsport mowing down that whole community which Innocent turned out people. to be good guys they all turn out to be good guys and they're just one up in each other with kills but yeah. he kills everybody and he doesn't give a shit and then he also killed uh rick flag which was like a big major part in this right and then in this movie or this show he doesn't want to kill anymore and the only cool kills that he had were because you know they weren't really people they were alien people like they had like the they had the bugs inside of they were yeah. they were butterflies so that just kind of bummed me out because, and, and maybe because it was also the same time that Bubba Fett was on. And I'm like, every lead character doesn't need to be a good guy. And that's what it felt like they were trying to do. They're trying to make Peacemaker a good guy where he should be more like Punisher, but like outrageous and like bragging about his kills rather than just being like a for peace. For peace. For, for peace. <laughs> yeah, I'm killing you for peace. Okay, so to me, it took a little bit away from the character. And I think, you know, with the events of the Suicide Squad, I think, you know, that the character struggled a little bit and the the growth of the character throughout the show kind of points to like, maybe I shouldn't be doing, I don't know, his relationship with his father. So. Yeah, no, it did. And I think a lot of it was too, like he was, he had that, you know, when you first meet um, his father, played by Robert Patrick, the T-1000, 
right, Robert Patrick? Uh, yeah, and he was the the white dragon or whatever the hell. Which I didn't care for that too much, but um, no, and like some of his like that's kind of where I would also say like, I don't know, some of the stuff like wasn't funny, like it was just so over the top with him that the Robert Patrick character, yeah, Patrick. not not my favorite, but um, where he's like trying to like tell him about all the things he does, he's like trying to impress him by how many people he's killed and like all that mm-hmm. stuff. Like I think that played into it as well, but mm-hmm. um. Still, I mean, I still fucking love the show. Uh, no, I love the show too, but again, I just think they kind of went away a little bit from the character. But there were so many good scenes. There was uh, early on, they were talking about him. Um, well, so basically, so they get him out of jail, right? And then they they get him, they need him to do this stuff. The whole interplay with Eagly and how he actually has a pet eagle, yes, eagle hugs him and like kind of understands him. Is amazing and like and that's another specialty of james gunn is sort of the like the non-human characters in every single one of the like movies that he's done now mm-hmm. and then eagerly is a is a great addition like i love, love the fact that peacemaker who's all about peace for america and that he's got like an eagle buddy awesome. he's got a bald eagle buddy yep. who kind of understands him sometimes <laughs> sort of. but has hugged him <laughs> on multiple occasions hugged him yeah gets a hug from an eagle and the eagle is a, a, like a legitimately good character in the show. And I know that sounds dumb, that, yeah. but it's actually a good character. Oh, it's a great okay. character. And it's actually like an important character in like multiple scenes. Like yes. it's not just like a throwaway character. Him dro- they're trying to get him to drop the helmet on top of the barn. was okay. super funny. And that's where I, the line, he had to pee on him to like get him to do what you want him to do. And it was such a good setup too. And I was just hoping just, that it wasn't going to work. And, and you just, see him like fly off and like, fuck. And then drop it. <laughs> yeah. Dude, hang on, don't no, 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 work. You're like, so one of the first really well delivered or good well delivered good delivered good well delivered, delivered. Yeah. well delivered lines from John Cena was I think in the second episode where he was talking to a uh, economist about the chip in his neck and he's like what do you want to wa- watch me jack off and he's like the chip is in your neck how could we and he goes technology's a beast <laughs> and I fucking lost as soon as <laughs> the way he said it just it tickled me. It was like, I'm like, this guy gets it. We're in good shape. Um, they also had the debate in episode three of the Berstein versus Berenstein Bears, which is a thing that's like a real thing. Like, I grew up thinking it was the Berenstein Bears, right? It's not, no, but there's never like a whole, was. There's a whole conspiracy about like that's different different timelines or different like dimensions or whatever like yeah. that's it's like a sim berenstein berenstein bears but they right. they unpack that uh so my favorite character is vigilante he by far like the funniest by far he was hysterical and he's like he's a sociopath and i think so i guess i if you're james gunn and you want to remove peacemaker from being just an absolute killer it's it's important to bring one of those guys in it's like, like no, he, this guy's a real psycho. Like, 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 has no emotion. And what's funny is that one of the funniest things about him was his shtick was he would constantly explain to Chris Peacemaker how he should behave, yeah, and how you need to do things. And he was just so wrong. And the first time you meet him, I was dying laughing. So the first time I actually laughed out loud in the show was when you first meet Vigilante and he's working at the restaurant. And he sees Peacemaker, Peacemaker's back. Mm-hmm. And he starts like doing like, yeah, 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 in the back alley. And the guy's like, something about like he got his girlfriend pregnant, but 
he's like, so why are you happy? And he's like, well, we're going to get an abortion. And the guy's like, what? <laughs> he's like, yeah, you want to come? Like, he, oh, he just like had no idea how to interact with the guy. No clue. That's, yeah. Look, I'm not all about the abortion jokes. Don't get me wrong. But like, I, no, that but was I, pretty I, funny. I get what you say. Because the guy's yeah. just like, what? Just what? Like, he just keeps digging a bigger hole the whole time. Yeah. And then I, like, he's so obviously vigilante. There's like, so you must be the vigilante. Nope. Uh-uh. Ooh. Nope. Yeah. <laughs> no, not. He's trying to like disguise himself. And he has like this hidden identity, even though they all know who it is. It's like yeah. so easy to look up. Um, I also love the scene where John Cena's neighbor, or actually, I guess it's his dad's neighbor. The old guy. He's, he, yeah, Peacemaker yeah. goes to his dad's house to go get something. And the neighbor's over there. They get like this huge argument. And then he's like asking him if he's like a superhero. Then he's asking him if he has, uh, he doesn't say rogues gallery. He uses a different word for like a group of villains. Remember, he's like, "Do you have like a, like a cavalry of villains or something?" Something like that. Yeah. And he's like, "No." And he's like, "Batman does." He's like, "Batman." Oh, what do you call? Do you called it like a um? What did he fucking I, say? What was um, that one word? Is it a stable? It was a word that I think means stable, but it wasn't yeah. stable. But he's like, "Yeah." He's like, "Do you have like a group of villains?" He's like, "No." He's like, "Batman's got like the Joker and Mad Hatter," which confirms Mad Hatter exists in the DCEU. Yep, I like that very much. They also it was the the first time Green Arrow's name was dropped in the DCEU as well. Yes, and Stephen Amell uh, clapped back at him a little bit. Mm. He was not so he said he's on that show Heels on Stars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So he said, "Did I?" And I was like, "Oh, did you happen to catch it?" And he said something to the effect that like he was, "I'm on a show showing people what it really looks like to wrestle." Oh, I hope he's just having fun. I think Stephen Amell kind of gets it. I think he is, but if he's I think, not, like I, I think he gets it. He's probably just putting yeah. it over because he was super into Arrow. Like he was Green Arrow for a long time. And mm-hmm. I think there was he still to, should be Green Arrow. He should be. He was excellent. And I think they were trying to get him into movies, or not that they were trying to get him into movies, but there was a whole thing between like CWDC and DCEU, and obviously it's a freaking mess. He should be in the flash. Uh in the flash. yeah, he should be. He should be in this. They definitely teed the it up. Flash was on his show, right? The Flash, uh, the Flash, but he was in that show. Like, yeah, Ezra Miller was on one of the. I don't know if it, which one it was, but they did like one of their like crossover events. Yeah, and he was a party. Saw Grant Gustin's Flash face to face. Right, but yeah, Stephen Amell definitely should be back. Yeah, they they named. I just love Peacemaker shitting on all of the guys all the time. Yeah. What do you say? Green Arrow is a brony and has a brony costume that has a four inch wide vagina or something like that. And then the girl in the classroom was like. Have you ever met the Flash? What's the Flash like? She's wearing a Flash T-shirt. Yeah, she's like, Flash the douchebag. She's just like, <laughs> <laughs> she puts her head down. Um, I also like the scene. This is in episode four where Vigilante's in prison, and he's gonna go try to kill Peacemaker's dad because he yeah. like the whole thing going on there. And uh, they're like, "Who the fuck are you?" And he goes, "This is this is what Vigilante says." I'm just the guy who's going to fuck you so hard your asshole's going to drag behind you like a tail. <laughs> and like with his glasses on, he's like a skinny little kid like yeah. but he could probably do it. Like I, I love characters like that who are very unassuming but like he was the most dangerous guy in that prison. Oh yeah. And they wouldn't let I I also love that they wouldn't let him use the chainsaw. <laughs> And then Die Beard uses the chainsaw. Yeah. Who the fuck? Uh, uh, Economos Die Beard was Steve Ag is super funny. 
He's a super funny guy. And by the way, an awesome follow on Twitter. Oh, is he? He's super funny. Yeah. He grew on me. He wasn't my favorite, but then as the series went on, he he grew on me. He was pretty good. I love the line where they were talking to Adebayo and they're like, look, if, if this goes south, like you're our only chance at this. And he's like, what the fuck am I? <laughs> like he's standing right there. <laughs> and you already like saved the day like twice. Yeah. That, one of the great scenes too, and this was a really good blooper reel also, was when, so thinking on his feet, dye beard, he swapped out uh, Peacemaker's DNA for his dad's DNA. So his dad ends up going to prison. Peacemaker finds out about it. He's like, you literally could have named anybody else. He's like, well, who do you want me to name? And he starts, na- he named like a thousand people. Oh, and he just kept going. Like in the, in the outtake. Cosby, it was like Ariana Grande. It was like, it was hilarious. <laughs> it was just nonstop. And I guess, and James Gunn even said it was a combination of Gunn was throwing names out, but then Cena was just like firing off. Like Cena just was like nonstop throwing names out, which is pretty funny. Um, oh, you know, like Peacemaker saying that he was bullied as a kid because other kids called him a bully because yeah. <laughs> he was a bully. I was bullied for being a bully. Yeah, awesome. Uh, there was also a newspaper article that says Peacemaker stopped Kite Man, so Kite Man confirmed in the DCEU. Adding, we're adding up people. We're adding, up. adding people. Uh, the so then also cool, so like the X-ray vision scene, like all the different helmets that can all do different things, and then that was pretty badass. Is when they when they put the X-ray helmet on and they could see like the bugs inside the head because you're like you're wondering where that's gonna go, how they're gonna catch up to it. Yeah. The whole butterfly thing. I just for whatever reason that tickled me, just the bag, the hockey bag of helmets, like the duff, big duffel bag full of helmets. So and he's like. All we have to do is activate zero gravity, and the thing just fucking starts taking off. Fuck! <laughs> you, didn't, you didn't say activate zero gravity, did you? I don't think so. I didn't think it would be like that simple. Thanks for coming here. Oh, so, someone, Ryan Getchell said he did. He mentions Matter Eater Lad, too. Oh, you're right. He did. I th- actually thought of you. That was because that's always yep. one of the random guys you mentioned. You're right. Matter Eater Lad. So they, they named, they name dropped a bunch. Um, also, this is how I officially knew, if I didn't before, that James Gunn and my sense of humors are very, very similar. In the matter of like five minutes, uh, Vigilante said that Peacemaker looks like a Dracula. Yes. I laugh every time when people call vampires Draculas. I it's- said the exact same thing to my wife. I said, I don't know why that's funny. It's so funny. When, when you say a Dracula or a Frankenstein, I think that's the funniest thing. It is. No, because it is. And it's like tissue and Kleenex. Like, and Kleenex is a very specific brand. Like, a Dracula yeah. is a very specific vampire. But, right. and we all know it. You don't need to explain it. But when somebody else says that, and that's why I always go back to the Andy Dick show, which is a very, very underrated show. There were some laugh out loud moments. And I think it was like one season got canceled. But one of the most funniest scenes. And then in the world, he got canceled. <laughs> yep. But he, one of his characters was. Uh, screaming and panicking in the line, something like there was a goddamn Dracula under the bed. So first yes, of all, the fact there's a Dracula hiding under the bed makes me laugh, and then that he referred to it as a Dracula. So there's another instance where that happens, where if you've ever seen SNL, the King original Kings of Catchphrase comedy, yep. Yep. and Slappy Pappy, played by Bobby Moynihan, who's aforementioned Bobby yes. Moynihan, his big line is, "If a Dracula is chasing you, turn around and trip the bitch." <laughs> Slappy pappy wank wank. If a Dracula, <laughs> it, you're right. It's just so goddamn. It's so funny to me. So he uses that line, which says he looks like a Dracula, and then um, 
when the captain was running around, I forget if they were into butter as butterflies yet or not, but he referred to him as like the Hamburglar. Yes. And I'm like, the Hamburglar is also always funny to me now because it was, it's so outrageous. It's such a ridiculous concept. And you can just, we all see as the kid, the outline and like the, the yeah. cartoon character and everything. So odd Dracula and Hamburglar. I'm like, yep. James Gunn knows exactly what he's doing. He knows what he's doing. He, he speaks our language. So how about the justice league? I was, this is why I gave it a five and a half. So once the episode aired, you saw that there was a body double for Batman and a body double for Cyborg that got cut for no. So people were told James Gunn had completely complete creative control of the show. Uh, he said he ran the joke. He talked to Momoa about it before they, before they even shot the show. And he thought it was the funniest thing in the world. And he's like, if they'll let me do it, I'll absolutely do it. Same with Ezra Miller. And yeah. they had body doubles for Cavill, Gal Gadot, and Batman, Ben Affleck. They weren't going to show their faces, but they had the body doubles for them. Yeah, so and you they never saw, wound up using them. You saw Wonder Woman and Superman, but they're sort of like in the shadows. Right. But no Batman, no Cyborg. But they were there, and they got cut out. And I'm wondering if with the, that is? with the release of the new Batman, they didn't want confusion, maybe? They didn't want... Maybe. They're weird about stuff like that. And, then, and I think with stuff? with Ray, Fish, Ray Fisher, I yeah. think there's still like an open court thing going on right now. Against Whedon, right? Yeah, but yeah. it's Warner Brothers. So I don't know, or DC, if, if that's why. Yeah but I know that they were planned on all of them being there. Yeah. Good point. Uh, but it was still amazing. And they're just like peacemakers. Oh. I love the fact that peacemaker referenced those characters a lot. Mentioned how Aquaman, like bangs fish and like all this thing. Like he talks about him and he hates all of them. And he says it to his face. Yep. And he just walks go by a fish and just blows by him. And he's like, you, about, you guys were fucking late and just like walked by. <laughs> Which is great because this is also something we've always talked about in shared universes is if there's like a like, major problem, yeah. why wouldn't everybody be there? But they're all busy. They all have other shit that they're saving. So I love a scene where it's like, yeah, the Justice League did show up. They were just fucking late. And Peacemaker already figured it out. The fastest and people on Earth were late yeah. to this thing. Yep. And Adebayo calls Amanda Wall. Can't you just call the Justice? She even says, like, can't you just call the Justice League? And then you yep. don't hear the answer, obviously. But it's so funny that there's like you want to go fuck a fish and he's like i'm so sick of that fucking rumor and I, to hear the justice league swear awesome was awesome yeah he's like and he's just like i'm so sick of that fucking rumor and ezra miller's flash goes but it's like it's not a rumor he's <laughs> fuck you barry <laughs> like i i like whatever like I'm, I'm sad that the other members weren't there didn't have lines but jesus christ was that funny no it's it's so good and like I don't know. I, I love stuff like that because when else are we going to get Peacemaker, Aquaman, the Flash in a scene together? Like, that's going to be tough to pull off. And just because that's one of those characters where, all right, we've seen Peacemaker interact with, with Harley Quinn and with Ratcatcher and with like those type of characters, but they're all kind of like the wacko characters. And it's like to get him in there with the Justice League and to just like shit on him and not give him the time of day is yeah. amazing. Like, I, I love that. Mm -hmm. now, I was a little annoyed because Thursday morning, I go on Twitter and Aquaman was trending. Yeah. So, I mean, that's kind of one of the, one of the problem problems with it. Uh, so I already went over some of my best parts, best scenes, lines, characters, 
what else did I miss? Anything else? Uh, I, so, so we have here the best lines, best character. So the best character to me, like you said, Vigilante yeah. was amazing. Love I thought the whole team was great. Mern was kind of a bit of a stick in the mud, but you find out why yeah. later. But yeah. I thought that character was kind of boring, and then I kind of figured it out. Um, even the who was the the bug the the Goff. Goff. So like even the that butterfly that they interacted with was was cool. Um, oh, and apparently that scene where John Cena plays the Motley Crue song on the piano—that's him playing. Yeah, pretty sweet. And Tom, I knew I was John so Cena, excited. Man. Given the con the the context and the music they had been playing, as soon as he saw the piano, I'm like, he's gonna fucking play "Home Sweet Home." Like he's gonna play the beginning of "Home yeah. Sweet Home." I knew it right away. And yeah, um, Josh in the chat says there is no time. There's no wrong time to rock. That was, that was great. When they were just yeah. fucking ripping songs in the car. That was awesome. Mm -hmm. Um, so that was yeah. Mern was kind of my worst character. Worst well, parts. Like, I don't think there's any Cena's, real. Cena's dad was also kind of. Again, I know what the point was, but sometimes when a character is just so one note, like there's no yeah. other dimension to him. Like he's just straight up like the worst, like the worst guy. And they say that too a couple times. Like yeah. you realize your dad is like le legitimately the, the worst, worst human being in the yeah. world, and you're trying to impress him. They say that it, so. And like the cops, the, take, the cops were like fine, like whether they were whether they were butterflies at the time or not, just like the same actors' characters. I'm like, man, eh, whatever. They were, they were the fine. outtake of that like skinny guy who like comes in. He's like the cop that Waller sends or Mern sends to go in there, and he becomes a butterfly when he's yeah. doing the press conference. Hilarious. Piss yourself, funny. Yeah, so funny. That was really good. Yeah. Uh, then, yeah. What do you eagerly, eagerly, if eagerly died? I was gonna turn to never watch it again. Oh, I'm with you. Yeah, so for me, top five, let's do top six characters. Okay. I would say Vigilante, Peacemaker, Eagly. Did you hear that? Yeah, what was that? That was my phone. Okay, <laughs> take a quick break. So I, I got this iPhone update, and you could set voice, like voice alerts. And I was like, oh, this will be funny. And so I, I switched. Siri now says when my phone is fully charged, she'll say, let's get this bread. <laughs> but i don't know how to turn it off so, so i can't get rid of get it fully charged let's my phone bread. gets fully charged it goes let's get this bread <laughs> is that an option or you can just type in anything you, no you can have it say anything and that's what you chose and that's what i chose but now i don't Why'd know how to turn it off <laughs> so every once in a while Why'd i'll be charging my phone my wife will be dead asleep and at like 2 30 in the morning Let's get this bread. And she's like, what the fuck? Like, what the fuck? Can you send me a clean I'll put that in the board. If you get me a clean version of let's get this bread. <laughs> when we're fully charged up. <laughs> That's what you know the show's fucking cock hard. Let's get this. Sorry. <laughs> That's what I say just before I make love to my wife. Let's get this bread. <laughs> Oh, I just had a joke. I had a joke there about bread and sex. You didn't want to hear it, though. I might. Had to do with yeast. Try. Okay. You're, <laughs> you're better off saving it. <laughs> had to do with yeast. <laughs> I uh, love it. There it is. There it is. Let's get this I'll bread. replace that, though, with let's get this bread. <laughs> Oh, that, that that tickled me the right way. Uh 
what do you want? Oh, no, no, no. So six six best characters. <laughs> uh, Vigilante, Peacemaker, Eagly, uh, Hardcourt. Yep. Then where do you go? Maybe Goff? No, and then I would go, I would go Economos. Economos. Out of bio. Uh, am I at six already? Yeah, that's six. Yeah, that's why it's a good cast. So I thought out of bio, by the way, scrolling through the iPad. And you got the naughty pic the naughty picture. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Dying. Awesome. Yeah. And they're all laughing, they're all making fun of each other. And like the die beard thing. And then how yeah. how about die beard at the end where he's just like, I didn't think people would notice. And I thought it'd make me look younger. And then, hey, I didn't pay attention to my roots. But then some guy <laughs> kept mentioning it over and over and over again. It's like, why are you going out when um, the cop who had been a butterfly was like, yeah. where you go? It's like, what are you doing? Like, why are you going there? And he's like, this bag. Yeah. It's like, I have okay. this bag. Okay. <laughs> All right. Then you get the reveal of the cow. Oh yeah, we. I mean, we met. You mentioned Amanda Waller, but she was obviously in it a few times. So that's yep. kind of that kind of brings the whole DCEU kind of together a little bit. Uh, oh, the scene where the Adebayo was trying to apologize and Vigilante and Peacemaker go so good, <laughs> awesome. <laughs> and that is something that you and I would do. Correct. Yes. Yes, we would. What do you want to see in season two? I want bigger, better, faster, stronger. Harder, better, faster, stronger, to quote the deaf, deaf punk. So, do you think Peacemaker will kill a human in the second season? Absolutely. And I want... So, there's a rumor going around the internet that the big bad in the next series of, of Peacemaker was going to be Bane. Oh. Oh, but by the way... We forgot yeah. Judo Master. Oh, Judo Master. Kiai. Judo Master is good eating his hot Cheetos. Yeah. Yeah. That yeah. again, just like a completely ridiculous he, character. So that's the one thing is like we well, what we should do is I have behind me, well, you can't see it on the screen, but on my bookshelf, I have like one of those thick bastards of the DC encyclopedia. I'm gonna Google most obscure DC characters. Yep. James Gunn will use them. James Gunn will use at least one of those characters in it. Now, you had mentioned this on a previous podcast, but what about getting Ratcatcher 2? I would love to see Ratcatcher. I would love to see Ratcatcher in an episode. Or yeah. um, Polka Dot Man. I thought Polka Dot Man was going to show up at some point. Polka Dot Man, Bloodsport. Because all of those, but all of those characters are like mad at him right now. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. DC, 10 strangers here. What if we got. What do you got? Hit me. Animal Man. Oh, Animal Man. By the way, for comic book fans, the new 52, there was an Animal Man run by Jeff Lemire. Awesome. Okay. How about this? This, If this doesn't reek of James Gunn, I don't know what does. Liesel Pawn is a sentient smallpox virus, but also a Green Lantern. Well, they actually haven't done any Green Lantern shit yet. There's always like announcing it, but that hasn't been introduced in the DCU. And there are so many weird. Yeah. Oh, Green he would love. Oh, get if you gave James Gunn, get let him get his mitts on some uh, Green Lanterns. Here's another one. What about Brother Power the Geek? Uh, Who wants a simple mannequin? However, after being struck by lightning, Brother Power came to life, imbued by a variety of powers like superhuman strength and dur durability, energy absorption, redirection, and more. Brother Power the Geek. Detective Chimp. 
Oh, yeah. A non-human character, James Gunn would want. Oh, Ryan, we are getting, unfortunately, some uh, sad news as it relates to uh, a Polka Dot Man reunion. I forgot. forgot. I, so did I. Yep, he's dead. He's dead. Mm-hmm. Unless you want prequel, but no, he wouldn't, wouldn't make sense. But yeah, Peacemaker, because you're gonna you gotta bring back Vigilante. So you have Peacemaker, Vigilante, Harcourt, and Economos at the very in uh Adebayo at the very least. I think you need to bring in one other kind of character to be, or I wonder if they do the thing that every show does where it's like it starts out as a villain and then that villain becomes sort of a friend. How about created by Grant Morrison for Doom Patrol, Flex Mantalo, who when he flexes. He be he could become so strong that he could influence reality itself. Well, wow. pretty strong. I mean, that's a James Gunn villain right there. It is. I all right, so he's all set. You, yeah. all you, you don't have to. Yeah, that's the that's the beauty of this. Is like you don't need to create any characters. They're all there. They're, They're all there. in there somewhere. So fucking weird. I just hope he gets back to a little bit more kind of like ruthless killing. But he may not go back there. But at least you have vigilante. Now, do you want a Vigilante spinoff, or would you just prefer Vigilante to be a big part of Season 2? I would like him to be even more involved in Season 2. Yeah. I don't think I need... Um, I need. Like I don't need a whole, whole series. No. Yeah. Uh, oh, E-Gads in the chat is saying uh, Flex Mentala was in the Doom Patrol TV show. I only, watched, I only watched the first few episodes of that. It was fine. I just couldn't keep up with it. I was watching Titans and all that stuff, but because there's a cross... Those two crossover with each other. I'm still trying to see the goddamn Swamp Thing show, and it's not. They never moved it to HBO Max. It's one season. Apparently, it's pretty good. It's a moving target. Yeah. What Swamp Thing? Yeah, they. I, it was supposed to come out on like four different streaming services, and then they backed out. And then the, it's yeah. so like you have to watch it on the CW, which again I have, but there's fucking long ass commercials in it. I'm like, I can't. I'm can't. I can't. I can't. I, I, I wouldn't. Uh, what else do we got? Anything else? On That's the- it. It's a fucking That's great it. show. Watch Peacemaker. If you haven't, you're a dick. All right. Pick of the bomb. Pick of the bomb. Pick of the bomb. Pick of the bomb. All right, Ryan. Right now, would you like to kick, receive, defer, or you may also choose at this time to defend a goal. So I have something that I already mentioned and something that I haven't watched yet, but I'm definitely going to. So I will receive the ball. Interesting. These aren't like true picks of the pods. So one of them, Ollie Ollie World. If you guys have, if you don't have a next gen console, please check out Ollie Ollie World. It's twenty five bucks. What else are you gonna do? You know, it's in the end of February. Please check it out. I love that game. It's great. Um, and I'm going to check. I haven't watched it yet, but I plan on watching it soon. The three part documentary series Genius on Kanye West, which is the timing of it is is suspicious because Kanye is not doing well right now. Both uh professionally and um publicly as a person so I'm, I'm interested to see like how that kind of plays out as they're doing early kanye into like now because it's a three-part yeah. documentary series yep and i listened to one of my favorite kanye west stories and i use this line all the time did you hear uh i think get it was that what's that Get that bread. Get that. Let's get this bread. No, he, uh, Dave Chappelle was on Fallon or something. It was on like a late night show. And they were talking about Kanye West. And he's like, I knew Kanye was going to be this major star. Cause remember when he had him on Chappelle's show, he was on with Common. And oh. Kanye West was like a nobody. Oh, yeah, it's like a producer. 
he was a producer, but he wasn't like Kanye West yet. So he mm-hmm. was like, I remember after that we were sitting and I was like, oh, do you want to watch some sketches? And we showed him like the Rick James one. And we showed him like, a, so we were just, you know, screening them for him in common and all that stuff. And he said at one point, did you hear the story before? No. So he said at one point, Kanye West phone rings. And he said, he answers the phone and he says to the person, he says, no, I can't. He's like, I'm sitting with Dave Chappelle and Common and we're watching some sketches right now. And then there's a long pause. And then Kanye goes, because my life, my, my life's dope and I do dope shit. And then hung up the phone. <laughs> so now that's, that's when people dope. ask me why I'm doing something, because yeah. my life's dope and I do dope shit. <laughs> and I walk away. <laughs> and then I get uh, that bread. That is pretty dope shit. Watching a Chappelle show skit with Dave Chappelle before it is aired is probably the most dope shit you could possibly At the do. time, you yeah. were that was the dopest thing you could do. Yeah. Yeah. My life's dope and I do dope shit. Yeah. That's good. All right. Well, yeah, sure. I uh my my turn. Yeah, your turn. My turn for the pick of the pod. Oh, actually, uh somebody in the chat is mentioning the same thing. So uh I was talking to Jermaine Wiggins today, former Patriots tight end, mm-hmm. and uh he recommended a show to me that is on Epics. Which apparently I do get because I still have cable and I guess it's somehow in my package. I don't have like a crate. So maybe you get it too. It might also be on Prime because I was looking up like where else you can stream it. It's an epics show, E-P-I-X. And the show is called From. From. I tweeted out the trailer. The first three episodes are out. I've only watched the first one. So if it falls off a cliff from here, don't blame me. First episode is pretty good. Yeah, Prime Video. You can watch it. Okay, cool. So Actually, you can watch episode one. No, they're all there. Okay. Three episodes so far. Yeah, so it it has a little Wayward Pines vibe. And again, that show was kind of missed by the end. But the premise is in a nightmarish town in middle America that traps everyone who enters, unwilling residents fight to stay alive and search for a way out. But they're plagued by the threats of the surrounding forest, including terrifying nocturnal creatures. Let's give it a... Uh, let's watch it. Let's see what we got. All right, good. So I watched the first episode and I liked it. And um, I think it's only going to be six or eight. I think six. Okay. So this thing will be done in a f- couple of weeks. The first three are out right now. And then it's uh, released weekly after that. So check out from. And next week, Ryan, we are going to have to also not do the episode on Monday. So I apologize to everybody who sets their watch for the Monday night episode we're leaning towards Sunday night right now. Yep. Because Davey is going to an early screening, thanks to our buddies Mac and Goo, of The ask, Batman. Ask me why I get to see Batman five days earlier than everyone else. Ryan, why do you get to see The Batman five days earlier than anybody else? Because my life's dope and I do dope shit. That's pretty dope. I can't do it. I have a, you, uh, can't, you can't say that to things that people can argue with. Like, that's not dope. No, that, that is dope. <laughs> What am yeah. I going to say about that? That sounds pretty dope shit to me. Mm-hmm. I'm seeing it Wednesday, so I'm pretty excited. I got an early shot out of there, so I'll see it two days after you. But so Sunday, maybe we'll do like a Batman preview, like mm-hmm. much like we've done uh, Infinity War preview, Endgame preview. We did Star Wars previews. Like for big, big-ass movies like this, we could just do previews where we sort of talk about what we hope, what we want, just talk about other Batman stuff as well. That makes sense? Yes. Look, Yeah, okay. perfect. And then also, uh, let's kick around, and maybe next week we can decide what our dork madness topic will be. We've gotten a lot of good suggestions, because I yes. tweeted out last night, like, what should we do? And a lot of you guys tweeted to us, so feel free to tweet us and uh, hit us up on Instagram. I'm not going to spurl it, too. Sorry, I'm not going to spurl it, either, but Goo had a good idea. Did he? 
Oh, on our group chat today, he had a good, he had a good idea. Oh yeah, yeah, no, he did. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, we got to figure that out. Remember last year, I think we did we we ran a poll, and like every one of the four options got like over twenty percent. Like it was mm-hmm. like a super close poll. So, but anyway, dorkpodcast at gmail or Twitter and Instagram, and let us know what you think, and we'll try to uh, have that down. And then we'll be putting up the polls once again, like every year on Twitter, and you can vote on what it'll be. We've done a better job the last couple of years of not picking things that are going to have obvious winners or just ridiculously one-sided first-round matchups. Or completely bullshit ones like Mario Kart 64. You fucking well, best video game of all time, as voted on by you, the people. So we thank you for that. Uh, <laughs> we gave you all the plugs and all that stuff. Uh, Batman next week. and uh, So keep it locked to our Twitter. We'll let you know when we're going to do the episode, probably on Sunday night. And uh, again, right here on YouTube and then available on podcast after that so ryan uh anything else any final words you good you don't give a shit about anything do you what'd you say i said you don't give a shit about anything do you not really <clears throat> give me that i'm joking i'm joking <laughs>